Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Hello, welcome to Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman. In today's Delve into the Bugle Archives, we go back to March 2013, issue 227 of this esteemed audio newspaper, and another top story in which another world leader had sat down at the departure table and taken a big old bite of the dust. Hugo Chavez was no more. The Venezuelan leader had already accused the CIA of trying to bump him off, and his death sparked no end of conspiracy theories, as I discussed with John Oliver. Top story this week, Hugo, he go. Oh no, no Joko, because Hugo, he no no. <laughs> now, look, is that the most respectful thing I've ever done, Andy? No. Is it in bad taste? Yes. Do I regret it? Absolutely not. Uh, Hugo Chavez, the Venezuelan leader, socialist and occasional clown, died this week. He was 58 years old, but had the energy of a three-year-old and the ingrained eccentricities of a 94-year-old. <laughs> and I know that there's been some push out there from Buglers for Hugo to receive an official f*** eulogy, and I just want to say that that will not be happening. You, you have to understand what the quali- what qualification requirements for f*** eulogy membership are. It's not easy to deserve one, and we have to keep the bar high. That's right, yeah. So far- so far, they've been issued to the likes of Bin Laden and Colonel Gaddafi. Let's not dilute the term by flinging it around to anyone who's even slightly annoyed us. Because is Hugo Chavez a first ballot Hall of Fame arsehole? I don't think so, Andy. <laughs> Could he be irritating? Yes, but in many ways, that was one of his greatest charms. <laughs> yeah, you got, as you say, you've got to keep that bar high, otherwise you end up you know, putting Robert Plant in for his 1980s. 80s album now and zen and that just doesn't seem right does it you've got to keep you've got to keep the standards kill anyone. he didn't kill anyone he didn't it was it might have been disappointing but he didn't murder hundreds and hundreds of people 
That's right, crackers from Caracas. The Venezuela railer has flung his final barb. He's cracked his final pot, barked his final woof of defiance stroke idiocy, delete as you see fit. Uh, gone for 58. A spectacular and often controversial innings, as uh, John has suggested. And indeed, as the title of his forthcoming biography suggests, Hugo Chavez, hero or <laughs> He did not... Uh, he did not just split opinion, John uh, Chavez. He slathered opinion with whipped cream and popped a cherry on top. Was he a progressive trying to right the wrongs of social and economic history in favour of the poor and disenfranchised to carve an independent course for a nation away from the control of oligarchs and outsiders, raising living standards for those whom capitalism often forgets? Or was he a lunatic megalomaniac who further restrained his own people beneath the retrograde dogma of his own self-mythology? Or was he just a regular guy doing an extraordinary job with a funny hat and a way with words, starring Vin Diesel as Chavez, Anne Hathaway as love interest Eva Perron, James Cromwell as Barack Obama, and Peyton Manning as himself. Bit, re- <laughs> bit revisionist. That's the point, Andy. I know that global opinion on Hugo is divided, but I think there's one thing that everyone can agree on, and that is that he had a commitment to the beret. <laughs> Even the French had long since given up on the beret, Andy, but Hugo... He, he hung in there with a the beret to the very end, and I think that's something you, you simply have to admire. It's not an easy hat to wear, Andy, the beret. You have to be confident, because if you're not extremely careful, that beret can end up wearing you. That's a fact. <laughs> the funeral for Hugo Chavez is today, and it caps a week of mourning in Venezuela. Earlier in the week, uh, his coffin was taken in procession through the streets to the military academy, where he's been lying in state. Uh, Chavez supporters in Caracas have been telling the media all week that he is not dead to us. And, well, that line is not just emotionally blurry, because it's about to be physically blurry too. Because uh, Chavez's body is apparently going to be embalmed and permanently displayed in a glass casket, so that, as the current acting president said, his people can always have him. Andy, that is a little bit creepy. <laughs> I mean... I, I get that it sometimes happens, but that doesn't make it any less creepy. When the Queen Mother died, we didn't have her stuffed and mounted to the door of Buckingham Palace, did we? <laughs> uh, Even though we I, knew that would be awesome, we knew it would be a huge way to attract tourists, but we didn't do it. Well, I don't know, John. We're going to have to wait for the uh, statute of limitations on the documents to uh, expire on that before we know for sure. <laughs> just saying, it's just got a bit of a thud when you knock on the door. I mean, you'd expect more of a woody sound. Just... It could just be a heavy coat, but it could be a 101-year-old woman's corpse. We just don't know. We just will never know. Yeah, so now he's going to be on permanent display at the Museum of the Revolution, close to the presidential palace, where, of course, he ruled for 14 years. But they shouldn't just have him lying down, Andy, his body. He was a colourful character, and he deserves to be remembered that way. They should have him in a pose. He was a man who loved baseball, Andy. Maybe he could be wearing a baseball glove diving to catch a line drive, or riding a motorbike while firing a crossbow in the air. It's up to them, but let's not remember him as being just asleep. Let's remember him as being crazy. <laughs> now, of course, you know, the death of a 58, 58-year-old man from uh, a disease as, as rare as cancer has set alarm bells ringing, and there have been suggestions that uh, Chavez was, in fact, bumped off by, any guesses... Uh, Chavez himself had already accused the CIA of giving him cancer. Venezuela's uh, acting president, uh, Nicolas Maduro, made the same suggestion, as did uh, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, the Iranian uh, number one, who also claimed uh, 
that's um, like in the build-up to a sardine-themed fancy dress party, something fishy was going on. Um, amongst the... Um, that's three people, John. You know, no smoke without fire, that's what I say. Uh, amongst the other things that Chavez had accused the CIA of doing to him, uh, changing the temperature on his oven so his frozen pizzas always came out slightly undercooked. That's really annoying. And hacking into his World of Warcraft account and changing his player name to Senor Smallballs. There are also allegations by the Venezuelan authorities that the CIA put a remote-controlled fart machine in Chavez's coffin to discredit the former leader whilst he was lying in state. These have been strongly denied by the acting CIA boss, uh, Mickey Morell, who uh, said, uh, yeah, it's awesome, we can set it off from Langley. We did the same for Brezhnev. Problem was, people thought he was still alive, so he actually stayed in power for five years after his death, just because we kept setting him off from here. We started doing it in Morse code. I think that's how Gorbachev got the idea for perestroika, subliminal fartvertising. Yesterday, Chavez didn't know it, but he told his people to suck his big ones from me on the grave. But, uh, uh, no, we definitely did not put a Flatulenzia X8 F-Tech fart machine in his coffin. Absolutely not. Do you want to go on it? But yeah, I think, I think this, this conspiracy theory of his death is entirely appropriate, Andy. The most fitting way to mourn such a crazy life is to imply an incredibly crazy death. Uh, because, as you say, uh, Nicolas Maduro, the vice president, said, we have no doubt that a scientific commission would find that Commander Chavez was attacked with this illness. And that is exactly what Hugo would have wanted, Andy. If he could have just gone on to say that he had concrete proof that George W. Bush had a cancer cannon that he'd been firing at Hugo from his ranch in Texas, that's the only way that he could have given a Hugo a more touching tribute. I'm pretty sure that if you watch Chavez's dead body at that exact moment, the corners of his lips would have slightly turned up. (laughs) So there's going to have to be uh, a new election uh, in uh, 30 days or or less. And um, uh, one Caracas resident was quoted in a newspaper saying, the opposition has to consider that winning an election in 30 days or less against the state machine would be like winning an election against Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, But you have to ask, I mean... Would that actually be so difficult? I mean, Jesus. I, so. I mean, Jesus never actually ran for public office, and you can understand why. I mean, it's typical for political figures like him. He largely maintained his popularity because he avoided the responsibility of having to make tough executive decisions. You know, resurrecting the dead, nifty magic trick, economically absolutely disastrous as a political policy. And besides, when people are actually in the ballot box, John. They're going to be thinking about the nuts and bolts, the practicalities of government, and their bottom-line personal finances. They're not going to vote for an illusionist with a natty line in storytelling. And all his lovey-dovey, be nice to people and don't be a dick shtick, it's not going to cut it when hard political decisions have to be made. And as for his 100% tax on earthly possessions, frankly, he'll be lucky to get his f***ing deposit back. Even Christians would not actually vote for Jesus. And the meek inheriting the earth, where is the reward for hard-working families who've slaved away trying to earn a living when the meek were mostly unemployed because they traditionally are useless in job interviews? Get the f***ing lot. No way, mate. Where are your costings? Let's see the numbers. It's all very well getting a load of free booze for your buddies at a wedding, but when are you going to fix the f***ing potholes in my road? Good point, Andy. Yeah, take that, Jesus. I am not voting for you on a number of levels. Chavez's death was, of course, by no means a surprise, as he's been seriously sick for more than a year now. And perhaps it's time to look back at some of his more memorable moments in power. He was a bugle favourite, Andy, and he earned that title with some top-level whack jobbery. He was famously, of course, a staunch critic of the US, particularly of... George W. Bush, who can forget his phenomenal speech at the UN when he famously described him as the devil, saying, the devil is right at home, 
the devil. The devil himself is right in the house. And the devil came here yesterday. Yesterday the devil came here, right here, and it smells of sulphur still today. He then flashed the kind of smile of someone who knows that he just won a bet for saying that. (laughs) You you didn't think I'd do it. I said he smelt of sulphur. You owe me three burritos, and now you have to get a Hugo is numero uno tattoo on your arse. Uh, He went on to say, yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, from this rostrum, the President of the United States, the gentleman to whom I refer as the devil, came here, talking as if he owned the world, truly, as the owner of the world. And you realise, Andy, that in many ways, President Bush was Chavez's muse, but he never quite seemed the same after Bush had gone. All his best work was inspired by him. They, they hated each other, but they spurred each other on to newer, crazier heights. They were like late-period Lennon and McCartney, Andy. It's like Borg and McEnroe all over again. Yeah. In a nationally televised speech in 2006, Chavez described Bush like this. You are an ignoramus. You are a burro, Mr. Danger. Or to say it to you in my bad English, you are a donkey, Mr. Danger. You are a donkey, Mr. Bush. You are a coward, a killer, a perpetrator of genocide, an alcoholic, a drunk, a liar, an immoral person, Mr. Danger. You are the worst, Mr. Danger. The worst of this planet. A psychologically sick man. I know it. He seemed to be on the edge of breaking down at that point, Andy. And don't you ever leave me, you bastard. <laughs> These have been the best, worst years of my life. That was another top story. Thank you for listening. The latest bugle is in your pod feed. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Now! Right, right now. It's always there. It's, it's, it's always there. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you you must be so excited. Listen now.